Howdy and welcome to the Ten Week Bible Study. This is week nine, day two of our study of Isaiah. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Isaiah 29, 11 through 24. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say, God? Speak to us. Flood us with the knowledge of you. We want to see you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Isaiah 29, starting in verse 11. For you, this whole vision is nothing but words sealed in a scroll. And if you give the scroll to someone who can read and say, read this, please, they will answer, I can't. It is sealed. Or if you give the scroll to someone who cannot read and say, read this, please, they will answer, I don't know how to read. All right, pause right there. It's the Lord is, is uh, what we started with yesterday is um, the um, uh, Isaiah is saying to the prophets, hey, the news that you're about to get, it's going to cause you to kind of stammer around. And, and even though you're not drunk, it's going to cause you to just uh, act as if you're drunk because it's so bad. And the the prophets and the seers, the Lord is is basically going to hide their eyes and ears from being able to see or hear the voice of the Lord. Right? And so now Isaiah is, is telling us, hey, this whole vision thing, it's like a scroll that's been sealed. And someone hands you, you hand it to someone and say, hey, can you read this? I'm like, well, I can't. It's sealed. I can't open this. Or and you hand it to someone who can't read. And they're like, well, I, if I could read it, I, you know, I would, but I can't. I don't know how to read. Right. It's like you, you've got this message from God and you don't know what it is. It's a mystery. to You know, the Lord speaking to you, but you don't know what it is. This is gut-wrenching. This is terrible. If the if you know the Lord's upset with you, you know something's going on, you can't figure it out, but the Lord won't answer like the you know the answer is there, but the Lord won't give it to you. It's it's painful. I've experienced this before for a period of time where it's like the it just wouldn't come and it's so painful. And that's what the Lord is saying. This that's what this is going to be like. You're going to you know, you you turn to every which way. Right? And you're going to turn back to the Lord, and the Lord's not going to answer you for time. For time. Verse 13, the Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. Therefore, once more, I will astound these people with wonder upon wonder. The wisdom of all the wise, of the wise will perish. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. Woe to those who go to great depths to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their work in darkness and think, who sees us? Who will know? You turn things upside down as if the potter were thought to be like the clay. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, you did not make me? Can the pot say to the potter, you know nothing? Like This is a... Probably one of the more famous lines from Isaiah is, you know, the pot, the clay can't say to the the potter, you know, you don't know what you're doing, right? Or the pot can't say to the maker, you didn't, you don't understand me. No, he made you. You came from the clay that he fashioned with his hands, right? That's the analogy here. And, and so the Lord is saying, listen, I'm going to shut up the prophet's ears. You're not going to hear the response, although you know that things are, are, are not good right now. You're not going to hear because even when you come to me, 
And you say, no, but Lord, we love you. He's like, you think you're hiding anything from me? I see your heart. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're doing in secret at night. You think no one sees it? Just because humans can't see it, the Lord says, I see everything. I know exactly what you're doing. You can't come to me with, with vanity in your mouth and say, you know, but Lord, Lord, we love you. He's saying, I, I see everything. You're not fooling me. And so in, I, as long as you're like this, I'm not going to speak to you. I will not speak to your prophets. I will not give you the answer that you want. Verse 17. In a very short time, will not Lebanon be turned into a fertile field? And the fertile field seem like a forest? In that day, the deaf will hear the words of the scroll. And out of gloom and darkness, the eyes of the blind will see. Once more, the humble will rejoice in the Lord. The needy will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. The ruthless will vanish. The mockers will disappear. And all those who have an eye for evil will be cut down. Those who with a word make someone out to be guilty, who ensnare the defender in court, and with false testimony deprive the innocent of justice. Let me pause right there. So again, we've, we've flip-flopped back, right? We had negative word, positive word. Another negative word, the Lord is going to stop speaking to you, but another positive word. There's coming this day, right, when the Lord is going to let deaf people hear the word of the Lord. He's going to open blind eyes so they can see what's on this scroll that's been hidden from you, right? So, so even though the Lord is, is hiding people's eyes and ears from, from his word for a period of time, he's saying, I'm going to, to send something. I'm going to turn this around and change it to where you will hear. The deaf will hear, the blind will see, right? This is all sounding like, you know, the other prophecy in Isaiah where it's like, this is the year of the Lord's favor. The, the, the deaf will hear, the blind will see, the prisoners will be, will be set free. All of these kinds of things, right? That the, the vengeance of the Lord against those who have crushed his people, it's coming. The Lord is bringing that vengeance and he's going to release all of these people from the bondage they've been in. Lord is, Isaiah is prophesying that something very similar here that there's 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 coming this day where the ones that are guilty the ruthless people those that that lie in court those that that pervert justice the lord is going to bring justice to these people he's going to end the evil that's going on verse 22 therefore this is what the lord who redeemed abraham says to the descendants of jacob no longer will jacob be ashamed no longer will their faces grow pale. When they see among them their children, the work of my hands, they will keep my name holy. They will acknowledge the holiness of the Holy One of Jacob and will stand in awe of the God of Israel. Those who are wayward in spirit will gain understanding. Those who complain will accept instruction. So the Lord's saying there's, a, there's coming this day, right? Where were the people of Israel, the descendants of Jacob, Jacob is Israel. And so Israel, the descendants of Israel, they will not be ashamed anymore. They'll, they'll, they'll see the Lord with their eyes and they'll worship him in, in spirit and truth to put it in the words of Jesus, right? They will, they will follow the Lord. Those who have, have destroyed them, have given false testimony, who've, who've done all of this evil and wickedness, they will be gone. The Lord will stand up. He will bring in perfect righteousness. Again, 
Um, this is one of those things that there's 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 probably some like you can look at this and say, okay, well that some of that happened after the Babylonian exile. They came back into the land, and there was this cycle like there's there's people doing bad stuff, and the Lord stands up for them over and over and over again. So this is something. This this promise is here. The Lord's actually fulfilled this many times. This has been very cyclical in the nation of Israel's life. But there almost seems to be like a finality to this passage that, again, appeals to this end times narrative where there's there's going to be one final thing where the Lord ends the wicked, ends all this stuff, and brings in perfect righteousness, perfect peace, perfect justice for all eternity, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it's explicitly saying that this is end times, but it does feel like it's got that appeal to it, that that there is some kind of finality to this. And that's only, that kind of finality is only going to happen when Jesus himself is ruling and reigning on the throne in Jerusalem on earth. That's going to happen. And that is when perfect peace and justice will begin on planet earth. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for watching the 10-Week Bible Study. If you've enjoyed this, would you consider doing that whole like and subscribe and bell thing you're always hearing people talk about? It really helps other people find out about the show. And my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you. Thank you.